Hey, Tom. Yes, Robert. What are you doing here? It's April 1st, and we have taken over Elon Daily. Power move. No one knows it, but we've taken out the little guy because he was trying to usurp our power in the Tesla universe. We're going to call it Talking Tesla's Daily. (laughs) No, it's going to be Elon's Daily. Elon's (laughs) Daily. Excellent. And we have to say it like Elon's. And today we're going to talk about things he can't pronounce. Yeah? What's the first thing we're going to talk about? It doesn't matter. It's all of the things. All right. I like this. This is a great plan. So here we go. Elon Daily for April 1st, 2019. Fool! Ah, that's right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. It's April 1st. Be very afraid of anything that happens today, any announcements, anything. It is that time. And of course, that is Tom, and that is Robert of the Talking Tesla podcast, of which there is a brand new one that is up on the tunes that is I and other places that you can find great podcasts. We had a great time uh, recording, and so uh, go check it out. It's really a bit of fun, unlike this show, which is as boring as things that are not that interesting. If you go back in time to Friday, where I said that, you know, I might just lay down an Elon Daily over the weekend because, you know, the power walls are up and the running. Well, I didn't. But I can say this to you, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. It is amazing. It is cool. It is incredible. The fact that the sun comes down and that the uh, power walls get full and the cars get charged, and the house gets the energy that it needs, and it's just so slick, and the app is so slick. And I want to tell you about a place where you can go to get a really good review, way better than I could ever do, and it's in video form. And it's a show called Fully Charged, and it's an English show, English dude. It's really good. He gets a lot of hits, like a million people per sort of uh, show. But he does a really nice review. I can't remember his name. He does a really nice review of the Tesla Powerwalls and what it means. And he's got some electricians and people there. So go check that out. The video form on the U that is too fully charged. It's really one of the best EV uh, sort of electrification shows that is on the intrawebs. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Way better. Way better than this crap. Now, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I don't know if you know that there is this little company called Tesla. They have these cars, and they've been talking about uh, full self-driving capability for quite a while now. And we made fun, actually, on the Talking Tesla show, just how confused this has been. They put the price up, they took the price down, they changed the price, and then they changed it again. And then it's just kind of ridiculous about what's been happening. But in recent days, Elon has been um, sort of explaining via the Twitter about what's going to happen with these retrofits. So it turned out that back in the day, in the day, in the day, if you ordered full self-driving, because you had hardware 2 or 2.5, that you were going to get full uh, autonomous driving via hardware 3.0, which is a computer upgrade, which is a 1,000, 2,000 times percent faster than the prior version. And he said, look, this is going to happen. Um, It's supposed to happen soon. And they're basically going to, well, let me quote, anyone who purchased full self-driving will get full self-driving computer hardware for free. This is the only change between Autopilot Hardware 2.5 and Hardware 3. Going forward, Hardware 3 will just be called full self-driving computer, which is accurate, which I guess he means by, uh, you know, that really will be full self-driving. No change to the vehicle sensors or the wire harness is needed, and this is very important. And that's very important because... This upgrade should be pretty easy, right? It should be pretty easy because you basically take it in and somewhere behind that glove compartment, they will shove in the new computer to the harness that's already there, give you a frame rate that goes up 10x and does lots of computing really fast and makes it capable 
of true full self-driving. That's the story. So who will get this first? Will it just be in the new cars? I'm guessing it will. And then somehow it'll start rolling out. But there are hundreds of thousands of cars now that potentially could be affected by this. And if you don't, or if you didn't, like a lot of us, buy the full self-driving package because you got burnt the first time, then you can pay Tesla some amount of money, which changes every week, for them to do the retrofit. I don't know how long it's going to take them to do all of these when they already have an impacted service center. So I don't expect this to happen for most of us for many, many, many months. But it's not that big a deal right now because he's also said in the tweets that right now the software is really been honed for hardware 2.0 and 2.5 and it's actually going to be an initial step backwards when they drop in the hardware 3.0 until they really start training it for that hardware. So it's a little bit of a paradox that you probably don't even want hardware 3.0 for a while until it gets trained up because hardware 2.0, 2.5 is better. This is the same thing that happened when we moved from Mobileye, which was hardware 1.0. For a long time, that was significantly better than the hardware 2.0 through NVIDIA. And so for a long time, there were cars with hardware 1.0 that just drove better on autopilot than 2.0. Sounds like the same analogous thing. So don't worry. If you start seeing people with hardware 3.0, it's probably not as good as what you have right now. How long will it take to train them up? I suspect it'll be pretty quick because there are now so many cars that have hardware 2.0 and 3, uh, 2.5. And so I think it'll be reasonably quick. But the real you know, delay, the bottleneck here, is going to be getting that new uh, computer into all of those cars. The s- service centers are already so impacted by the niggly little issues that are wrong with so many Teslas right now. This can only exacerbate that problem. And in fact, I wonder if they're going to have to staff up. If it's truly easy, you could train uh, a series of technicians to do this. And I wonder if they could do this via the sort of the mobile ranger, you know, get the rangers out, uh, train up a couple of technicians to specifically do it and drive around all over the place and whip these puppies in and out and do like uh, 10 a day and have hundreds, hundreds of these uh, people going around and doing that. And still it would take a long time. I'm just saying you're not going to see it for a while. I wonder how easy this is. You pop the front off, you slap the computer in, you attach the little wires, you put the screws back in, it could be pretty quick in theory, but then you've got to test it and make sure it works because you don't want people crashing and dying now, do you? If you ask my opinion and you didn't, this is, I think, the most important upgrade to Tesla perhaps ever because Elon has been doubling down. He's saying, like, this is it. With this hardware, we're feature complete. We have everything we need to do true self-driving. And then we'll train the software and then probably next year we'll go to the regulators and say, see, we're much better than a human being. I mean, he has doubled down and then doubled down and then doubled down on this again. I think the risk of that is if this really doesn't work, if it's really delayed, and I'm not talking a few months, but I'm talking a couple of years delayed, then people are going to give up on this guy. They're going to say, like, he is always so over-promising and under-delivering. If six months from now, a year from now, they say, you know what, it's still not fast enough, we're going to have to upgrade you to hardware 3.5 or 4 to truly get to that magic place that we've been talking about for all these years. I think most of us, even myself, would be like, whatever, you keep saying this and you didn't need to. You keep saying this is going to be full self-autonomy driving and it's fantastic and this is all we need and feature complete and then all we'll have to do is wait for the regulators. So I hope, I hope Elon, the team, has got this right. I hope that with this hardware and with the sensors and the radar and the everything you got right now, that this is enough to truly pull it off. If they pull it off, and here is kind of the paradox, if they truly do pull it off, 
that sometime next year they have cars which are certified, which are safe, which are significantly safer than a human, that are level 4 or level 5 autonomy, they will be way ahead of the competition. And if that is true, and if we see lots of videos of people driving to work who basically, as he has said, don't have to be in charge of the car at all, so level 5, if that is true, they will not be able to make enough Teslas fast enough. They will not, because nobody else is going to be there. And when people see that, they're like, that's what I want. I want a car that is safer than me, much safer than me, to drive me around, like driving Miss Daisy. That's the world I want. Some people aren't, but many people are going to want that. But if it doesn't happen, oh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, can you imagine what the Talking Tesla people are going to say? So go check out Talking Tesla. I'll talk to you tomorrow. My name's Mel Herbert, the real Mel Herbert. It's April 1st. Be careful out there, particularly because people are going to announce things that are clearly bogus. Herbert, I'll talk to you tomorrow.